Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. now time for a very wasteland edition that's probably a bad one since we're going to be playing a game called wasteland in a couple weeks but a very wasteland edition of game pass or pass the podcast where we play games on microsoft's game pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply pass on by my name is Corey, and i am joined as always by the man he's got power armor he has left the vault he has seen the wasteland basher I mean, I did that like twice and I got real bored of it, but... Spoilers. What's the deal, good sir? Spoilers. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about Bethesda's Fallout 76, which just hit Game Pass a couple weeks ago. Not even a couple weeks, like less than a week ago. But before that, I'm going to beg you, if you're listening to us on a podcast service, why don't you give us a rating? It helps us out. But also, I always give out the email at the end of the show, so I'm going to do it at the beginning this time and say, hey, if you want to talk to us about a game, whether you disagree, agree, want to suggest some games, gpopfans at gmail.com. That's gpopfans at gmail.com. But this episode is about Fallout 76. So let's get some details about this game. And if for some reason you are not familiar with this one, it's developed by Bethesda Softworks, which are known for the Elder Scrolls series. Never might have heard it. of The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion or The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, nah. Fallout 3 and 4, which obviously take place in the Fallout 76 universe. This is regularly priced currently at $39.99, is available on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. There is absolutely zero crossplay. There is a ton of DLC. A lot of the story DLC has been free, uh, but in terms of listing what is all available as DLC would take a long, long time simply because there is a ton of microtransactions. This is a game that is designed to um, have cosmetic DLC for your camp, so just know that going in. Uh, it is Xbox One X Enhanced featuring a higher resolution, but it is still capped at 30 frames per second on consoles. Fallout 76 is a unique uh, experiment from Bethesda. This was their sort of first foray. Um, they did obviously do Elder Scrolls Online, which is a full-on MMO, but Fallout 76 was more of a pseudo-MMO, um, it is not designed as a, you know, massively multiplayer online, but it was a Fallout game you could play with your friends. And there was um, different, what's the word I'm looking for, different uh, features that would, you know, you build your camp and you can do it with your friends and you do missions with your friends and then you can trade stuff with your friends and then you got 
some sweet new gear that you and your friends can go out with. But it was also meant to be played that, you know, you don't have to play this with a friend. You can still play this by yourself and have a good time. You can go invade a camp. You can protect your camp, etc. But you do that in the world of Fallout. But if you did not know, this game also came out to a um, – what's the word I want to use? <laughs> um, D- uh, D- divisive? No, it really wasn't divisive. It was more straight trash. Um Okay, I'm here. You got a benefit of the doubt there. But yeah, okay. no, I don't. This game was just, it was a mess. And my favorite part was is Bethesda basically admitted it. And they basically were like, look, we're going to fix it. Um, but they still took your money anyway. So can you hear me typing? I sure can hear you typing. It's very loud and very interrupting. I don't understand why you do that during the podcast. So, it's just rude. I, I'm, I'm sorry. So I, I had an article up and I, I, I lost it. Uh, but Todd, Todd Howard's actual words were they knew that fallout 76 would have bumps at launch it's not how you launch it's what it becomes yeah i remember that one so okay so this game has gone well it's been out for about two years now uh well not not quite it came out in like november ish so it's it's going on the two-year mark and they've done a lot of work to it and the big thing was is that they added NPCs because originally this was sort of a any time that you were coming in or getting any type of mission mission objectives, it was sort of uh, through like a hologram or through like a note or something like that. So there was a very like wasteland esque you know thing where there was no human interaction. But through time they've they fixed that they've adjusted a lot of things. So that's the reason that we wanted to hop into this one quickly and just sort of check it out because it's a fascinating story and you have like these redemption games, you know, stuff like Rainbow Six Vegas, which not, – not Vegas. What's that one called? Why am I blanking on it? You're thinking of uh, – Siege. Siege. Rainbow Six Siege. You know, that game launched extremely rough but now it's one of the most popular video games in the world kind of thing. Um, so – No Man's Sky. Sure. Um, so we wanted to check it out and see how we felt about it. So let's talk about Fallout 76 in the modern era. Well, I think we should take a step back just quickly. And uh, because it's so similar to other Fallout games recently that I think it's fair to say that we've both been kind of in general been burnt out on Fallout. Or almost Bethesda games in general. Like I think I think gamers have gotten got wind of Bethesda quality. And kind of what to expect from them, sadly. Um, jumping into 76. Well, I, I, is... I want to comment just like quickly. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I'll agree in that. But what I'll say is that I think there's a difference between being burnt out and being over their bullcrap. Um, right. Right. And because I, I'm burnt out on Far Cry, but I can still see why people like those games. Whereas. After Skyrim, like, I looked in and I played Fallout 4 and I was just like, man, like, did you guys try? Like, 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 and I'm not trying to be facetious. It's just like, this is, this is the same game, guys. Like. No, you were one of the first, uh, for lack of a better word, haters yeah. of Fallout 4 that I, that I heard. And it was one of those games for me where I like the Fallout um, gameplay loop. So, like, I definitely stuck with it longer than you. But, yeah, less than halfway through, I'm just like, same game. I'm good. Like, I'm over it. Like, and, and, and it's not even the same game in a sense that the quality is so high that 
it's like Mario to Mario right. games. It's like you can say like you can you can argue they're the same game with like different gimmicks and whatnot, but the quality is so high in those games where it's like it's still a great game. You can't say that with Bethesda games, especially Fallout. Um, after New Vegas, which is I think where they where they peaked, right, and, and, and like, they didn't I even make that game. <laughs> they didn't right. So so it's like so I'll say all that to say this: Fallout seventy six is a Fallout game through and through. <laughs> it is <laughs> I mean, it is a Fallout. That's, that's game. really it. Like there's not a lot. I mean, I was really hoping that using the new genre that they would do something new, different, add a twist on things. And it's literally just Fallout with a co-op partner next to you. And, well, I'll even go a step further and say it's a bad Fallout game. Um, because as much as I don't like Fallout 7, as much as I don't like Fallout 4 for being basically the same game, I think there was still a quality there in terms of uh, of Fallout offers something a little bit unique, whether it's the aesthetics, whether it's the VAT system, whether it's the um, the uh, not the com- not the what I'm looking for, like the narrative system. Like it, it is, it is very much one of those games. Whereas, be- due to the nature of this game being online, stuff like VATS works completely differently, and I think you could argue that it's it's bad. I, I don't. It, it just. It doesn't work the way it should. You know, I, I struggled. That's in this game. That's in this game is like, like, like when, like when another, like when another company tries, tries to make a video game with that's in it. And it's like, this is, and it's clearly like that's, but it's not. That's what it is like with Fallout 76. It's clearly supposed to be that's. It's just right, but, but due to the nature of, of VATS slowing down and stopping the world, you can't do that in multiplayer. You know, it's like the – it reminds me of – this is a very random thing, but like how – when you think about Max Payne, what do you think about? Bullet time. Bullet right. time. So when Max Payne 3 had multiplayer, it's like, hmm, <laughs> how, does, how does that work? How do, you, how do you incorporate a thing where the world slows down into a multiplayer game and there's a reason that nobody really played it but I, what, I, what I will say is that they tried you know they they tried something and it and it it sort of worked but here in the nature of of what vats is it's supposed to be a strategic system in that it lets you play the the game in a way that is is almost turn based and when you take all of that out of it you have nothing left except when you aim at the guy, it's like, well, you might hit him, press the button, but everything's still moving around you. So even when I'm in VATS, if we're playing together, you could come by and hit that dude in the face or step in front of my bullet. And it's like, so why don't I just like, there's no reason for me to use VATS in any capacity. And that's, that's a huge thing for me because that's how I play Fallout. I'm not the only one. And I know that some people think that's crazy, but I was the person, anytime I, I saw something, I went into VATS mode. That's how I like to play that game. So... That was strike one for me, and just in terms of I was like, this is just not, this is this is a Fallout game, through and through. The systems that I like about Fallout are here, but neutered in such a way that they might as well not be. And the game runs like garbage, like straight trash. Oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so so just quickly to go back to your Vats comment, um, what what the lack of Vats did for me was expose the game for what it has been 
so far in recent years, and which is just really a subpar third-person shooter or first-person shooter. And yeah, it's it, it it just shows its true colors, and it's not very flattering. Like, and which is why I think it's it's also just a bad Fallout game because it tries to mimic the things that Fallout does without being a true Fallout game, and it's and it's and it's really disappointing. Yeah, and the thing is that I there's something to be said about these. The conversation around these super long, big open games has changed a lot this generation. And like you said, I was sort of one of the the first people that I was like, man, like, do I really need to – does every game need to be 60 hours in open world? That's one reason why I've never finished The Witcher 3. Like, I know The Witcher 3 is a fantastic video game, but I got it after like 15 hours. I, I didn't need to play it for another 45 hours to understand that it was a good game and to finish it kind of thing. And so – there's something about these games where it's like, okay, like maybe this is a game that I can just turn on and have a podcast on and just have a good time with. And maybe it's a game that I can play with my friends and and even though, you know, it, it it's got that Destiny thing. It's like Destiny's got a lot of issues, but it's still a fantastic game to play with my friends. You know, I we can load up, we can do a strike, and we can have some fun. And it seems like that's what they were sort of going for this where it's like, okay, well you're in this open world and your friends are with you so you can have some fun. But where this game completely just, like, I don't understand why it exists is in the mission structure of this game. The The way they have handled how you play with friends is one of the most backwards things that I'm honestly shocked exists in the year 2020. I would like to agree with part of it, with all of that. But <laughs> unfortunately, the part where you say it, where you, where you say uh, it's you kind of expect it or whatnot. It's really, uh, we've, pl- we've played, uh, I think together a few of these games where you're supposed to be cooperative and it's really not. And I think that's sadly a trend where it's like, Hey, this is a cooperative game. You share items, you share missions, you share goals, you share quests, you share, it's like, you really don't do any of that. And that's where we kind of rage quit was, uh, one of the like we we were just kind of on one of those multi tier quests where it's like you go here do this you go here do that and specifically it was a one of the early on one of the missions earlier on where you have to get inside of a camp now you built your character differently than mine so your charisma wasn't as high as mine uh, my 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 gun proficiency uh, was probably wasn't was high as yours we're in the same group. I approached this camp before him and I walk right through because I know the password and I'm one of them. I join their crew. I go and I talk to the guy and that's the end of that part of the quest. As I'm inside talking to the guy through the headset, I can hear you shooting <laughs> everything. And it's because you didn't have the password. I did not. You weren't part of their crew you were complete hostile. Well, you know, they, they asked so, me to join, and I was like, "No, I don't want to join you. You look like a you look like a jerk." <laughs> and I joined, and I joined them, and so it's like, but we're in the same right. group, doing the same quest. How does that work? They didn't think this through at all, because then there's a domino effect. Because part of because the ending of that first part of the quest is you can talk this man down and come up with another solution, or you can shoot him in the face. I decided to talk him down 
you shot him in the face. The very next step of that quest was exactly the same. Right. And that breaks Fallout 100%. Right. It, and and uh, I said this during, you know, as we were playing, I was like, this is a, like, this feels like a mod. Like, this feels like a, a game that has co-op installed and it's not supposed to be there kind of thing. And, but I, I don't, to go back on, you know, you said it's becoming a trend and I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if I agree necessarily, but maybe it's just, because I look at something like The Division 2. And the Division Two does it flawlessly, but so does Destiny for the most part. But you know, and and part of me was like, well, maybe that's because it's a quote open world. But then again, I mean, Division's pretty open as well. So I don't know. Maybe it's just what we have played, you know, together. But the, the, the also s- a more simpler, uh, simpler game in terms of the goal of the game. Sure. Because because with fa- nothing like Fallout. So it's about the narrative. It's about your choices. They, they, and- Right, they should have taken way more time and way more care into creating an online Fallout experience. Whereas something like the Division Two and 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 Destiny Two, the goal is always shoot the guy in the face. Sure, right. Go right. here, shoot the guy in the face. Go here, shoot the guy in his face. And so, like, and and what works so well with the divisions, especially, is your classes and your and your gear match up with match up and complement your friends. Uh, uh, gear and in class, and you can take down this guy and shoot him in the face together. Right, you know, you, you've got certain skills, I've got certain skills, and they mesh together. And you know, I, I've got a little drone that can blind him, and then you've got the the rocket launcher kind of thing. Like right. exactly, there's there there's there's not that aspect of Fallout seventy six and Fallout seventy six. It's 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 evident that. They simply heard the cry for, I want to play Fallout and Oblivion with my friends. And on top of that, we can milk a lot of cash by selling things online to people in a game that never ends. Beyond those two things, they did not think about what makes this a Fallout game. And it's and it just sucks. Yeah, and it... I don't. I don't want to do the armchair developer thing because I don't. I'm not a developer, and I. I don't. I try to stay away from that argument. But it just. I don't understand how, at, at the very least, there is not any type of, of somewhat cooperative, story beats. Like, I find it strange that we have games where you can build a character and it's about you know charisma and intelligence and luck and and basically what that rolls down to is if you've got so much of that thing you can basically get a dice roll sometimes or sometimes you can just straight up change how the conversation goes i find it odd that they never even attempted to be like okay like let's say you've got two people playing this together and one person's increased their luck right. and one person's increased right. their charisma it's like why can you not tackle that conversation at the very least right. combining their skills like Maybe not give the 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 option of like of those of those people battling each other like well I want to do this and I want to do this at the very least let them combine their skills but like you said that doesn't even happen at all in any capacity that's a, that's the simplest right. solution that's the simplest solution but instead what happens is you approach a, a quest and and ask you uh, to if you want to enter this quest. With the party leader, or or enter it solo. Which only the party leader if you enter can it, do. Like if you try to go through that door, and I'm not by that door, you just gotta wait. 
(laughs) You just got to wait for me to decide to go to that door. I could be across the map. The game doesn't care. It's like, no, if you, if you want to do this mission right now, you got to wait for that party leader to come to this door, press the button. And then if he decides or she, if they decide that you can come in with them, then you can, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't track your progress anyway. And that's where we raise quit because you entered a, a mine where you're, where, cause we had the same exact quest. We were on the same quest line. We had, we had the same points in progress of the quest. I, you entered through the mine and asked, do you want to enter this with the, with the party leader or enter it solo? I'm in the group. Why would I enter this instance solo? You're dumb. So I press E and I enter it with the party leader. We go through, you do the quest, walk out the other, walk out the, 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 the exit. And I still have not earned a single point of progress in that quest line. It makes no sense. And this, and this wasn't one of the ones where there's someone in there you need to make a dialogue with. Like, no, this was just kind of go in and kill things and get out. And it still didn't track the quest together. So what even is the point? Like, is, is this, Game simply a hey, let's jump online and, and kill the death claws together. I guess, or maybe invade camps together. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I I just that just seems insane to me that we're in the modern era and you can't track quests together. Like it, 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 it makes more sense to play the game separate. Like it genuinely, it genuinely does because. One person is basically just playing and they're not really getting anything but experience. Like they're not, they're not progressing in any way. So what's the point of them playing in a, like other than, other than the, other than you can do it, <laughs> like, like you can do it if you want, but that's about, that's about it. Like you don't get a bonus for doing it. Anything like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, yeah, I, I, I just don't get it. it it's, it's baffling and to it, me. And, and heads up. If you, if you're thinking of doing that, like, I built my character with charisma first. So, and I had this, and it gave me a perk because you, just like any Fallout game, you, you, you kind of get these perk cards and your perk cards are, uh, dictated by wh- whatever you level up. So I love my charisma a lot. And I got this card that basically gave us the perk that I would get, that we got more XP. Excuse me. We got more XP if in a group. Great. To your point, though, if I'm in your game, all I'm getting is experience. I'm not getting any quest progression. And then on top of that, if I wanted to play by myself, I now have a set of perk cards that are dead. Right. Like, it, it, they didn't think the next part through of, hey, let's make a Fallout game. Let's make a Fallout game online. But what what would change is like they have an MMO, like <laughs> a decent one, right? In like, that. And it's it's a it's a good MMO. Like Elder Scrolls Online is a fantastic MMO. Like I've it's one of the few MMOs I've actually put significant time into, and I, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. And, and I feel like we're just beating up on this game, but I I don't. I, I think the part that's that's the most just sort of I don't want to say depressing, but just sort of like annoying is that. There was a moment in this game to where it sort of reminded me 
of just sometimes the internet can be really cool. Like I walked up to this guy, never met him before. He's wearing this ridiculous outfit. I just start waving at him and he starts waving back at me. And then I do my little, my little finger guns and we're just, we're having fun with each other. And then he dropped, he went into his inventory and he, he dropped some ammo for me and put it in a little bag. And I gave him some, some stim packs and then we high fived and we walked away. And I was like, yeah, like the internet's cool sometimes. Like this, this is cool. I asked the guy to join up in a group. He didn't want to, but if I, <laughs> and then that's fine. Like, but it was, is it though? I'm offended. It was one of those moments. It's just like, man, the internet's cool. But even if he would have joined my group, it's pointless. That's probably why he didn't. Right? Exactly. Like, and that's when the question started to answer. It's like, it's cool that I can do all these things, but when it doesn't actually bake into the game in a way that makes sense, I don't blame him for not joining me. I still wish he would have, but he didn't. Kind of thing. And now I've I have a question. do you think this game is par- partially a victim to its fan base? And what I mean by that is this game first started off, as you said at the top, as a game where there was no NPCs and the players themselves were supposed to be the, the, the environment. Like, like we were supposed to run into each other and those were the only people we were supposed to see and it's supposed to really mimic a wasteland. There was a lot of pushback, obviously, to make it more like a quote-unquote Fallout game. Is this a victim of people wanting something familiar, getting the familiar and going, we don't want that either? Well, so I I made this comment while we were playing and while the the rage was ensuing. I was like, this is is kind of the game that people asked for in that when we were playing Skyrim on 360 – and that was sort of the era where, like, more and more games were becoming co-op for the sake of being co-op. People were like, uh, like, why don't they make this co-op? And that's what they did. Like, they literally just dropped it in, and now you can play it together. And if they would have done that during the 360 days, I think it would have went over fine. But so, all right, let me. So, to answer your question, I think it's probably both. I think that the the promise of of the of every you know there was there was a very specific moment from Todd Howard I remember when they're showing off this game saying like every human character in this game will be a human player that was supposed to be the big thing and the problem is is that when you do that you have to give some sort of structure for people to people to be able to do that and we haven't even talked about the camp building thing like that's supposed to be a, a huge thing about this game and where you build the camp and people can come to your camp and they can use your equipment and all that. But but it doesn't really matter in the structure of a Fallout game because using all of that stuff, who cares? Like the fact that I can build anything I basically want, why would I come to your camp to do it? Other than the, fa- other than the fact that I can. Like I just... They did it wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, and so the problem is is that the, the promise of the game that they offered, they didn't fulfill in any way. So I think it's very natural for the fan base to be like, well, this clearly didn't work. Just make it like Fallout. And they're like, okay, fine. We'll make it like I Fallout. Yeah. Like, and then they did that. But then the problem is, is that when you, when you mix Fallout with everything else that was subpar, it just brings down that core experience. So – and at the end of the day, the best way to play this game, if you are a diehard Fallout fan, is to play it alone. Like log in. And play it like a Fallout game because that's that's all there really is that's of any type of quality is that some of the mission structures are probably pretty good. Like some of the quest lines you go on 
are are decent. The game looks pretty good. Uh, it's a different look for it because it takes place sooner than the other games. So there's still some vegetation and stuff in the world, and like the enemies are still cool looking and stuff. But but there's not everything else that they've bolted onto this game, and that and that's really what it feels like. It feels like a fall game with all this stuff bolted on and not actually created from the ground up. And it, it's just it's depressing. But the game also runs like crap, man. Like why <laughs> I've got. A 2600 and a 2060 in my computer, and I can't run the freaking thing past 60 frames in any capacity. Like, I can put 200 frames a second in Doom Eternal, but Fallout 76, I can't get 60? Like, what is happening? I think, and to to, to borrow your term, play to play, not to play a game, what what do you say, armchair developer? I think this uh I think this game would have been a lot better if they put more thought into making this Fallout world the way they intended to. When Todd Howard said uh he wanted everyone in the game to be players, I think that would have been a cool idea if that included things like uh weapon building and armor building. If it was more if it took more of a role of uh of like 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 a runescape. Whereas, like, if you want fish, you got you got you got find a fisherman. If you want, do- if you want cool armor, you got to go to a metal welder. Like, in in like in these these things should be skills that you pick right. or classes. But basically, that you it, pick. it's it's a it's a role playing game where it's Animal Crossing but Fallout. Like, you pick what you want to be and you do that thing. You specialize in it. But then, is that Fallout anymore? Like, I mean, but. Uh, to answer that question, yes and no, because no, in a sense, that is not what we dislike about this game. That is just another Fallout game. But yes, in a sense that at that point, Fallout is simply a world where there you have you have a vault, you have the outside of the vault. It is post-apocalyptic, and that's Fallout. I, I guess <laughs> I don't. I just. It seems like from a fundamental, like, step one design document for this game, I don't know what their actual goal was. And I think it show like, this is one of the most egregious examples of a game that clearly had no direction and was pushed out the door before it was ready. And they admitted it, that it wasn't ready. That is baffling to me. And the fact that two years later... This, this, was, pushed out the, this was pushed out the door before they figured out what the game... What they want before they knew what the what they wanted the game to right. be cuz i don't know what the game is still I, I just it's it is baffling to me that even 2 years later as they've tried to retrofit whatever it is like like say what you want about destiny say what you want about no man's sky don't really like either of those games but i can at least play them and understand what they're trying to be i don't know what fallout 76 is trying to be do you want it to play like a a new Fallout game? Do you want it to play like an MMO? Do you want it to play like a pseudo MMO? Is it like Diablo? Like like what is it? Because I don't know. I don't so, and I don't think they do either. And that's the part that just blows my freaking mind of just This is Bethesda we're talking about here. Bethesda. Bethesda made this I, game. <laughs> like this isn't like a scenario I where mean, like a third party developer came in and they they borrowed the IP, which you could even argue that Fallout New Vegas is the best Fallout game. And it's just like, I don't know. It just, it is baffling to me that this exists. Like this is like Anthem level, but even Anthem, I think, has more. Oh, Anthem has direction, right? Like it, 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 the execution right. sucks, but 
you know exactly what Anthem wanted to do. And and they just didn't um, get there. And it's, it's, it's a very similar scenario right. where it was very clear it was not going to get there. The way they presented that game and the way they showed off that game, it was you, you could look at it and even without holding it, you know, playing it, you're just like, something's wrong here. Like, like the, the way you're presenting this feels like you know it's on fire, but you're going to release it anyway because at some point you have to release it or else it's never going to get done. And whether that game ever finds its footing again, time will tell. But this game, it just feels like they released it. And even still, they're just like, dude, what do we do with this game? And then they have the audacity to do the microtransactions and charge for private servers and all these other things. And it's just like I, your, the fan base for Fallout is, is obviously very strong. And I will never fault someone for playing something that they love because sometimes you won't get it. You know, like this might be the, the closest thing you ever get to being able to play a Fallout game with your friends. And you've got to take what you can with it and, and go for it. But the fact that they're they are even willing to charge people for things like Fallout First and have no remorse about it is just extremely gross and just like I don't know. It's just it's it's baffling to me. Like it just this game's gross. <laughs> like, that, that that is that is my put. Put that's, that on the box. That's the first on the show. That's the first. This game is gross. Put, put that on the box. Man. This game is gross. <laughs> Don't play this game. Don't My- play this game. <laughs> I, I guess it answers that question. Um, pass, uh, pass on pass by this on game, by- I guess. Don't. I want the bandwidth back that I, I, I spent on this game. I want it back right now. I, I, I think I spent more time with Mudrunner. Than I did Fallout 76. I want the SSD cycles back. I wasted SSD cycles on this game. Probably in, in the end will cost me like a nickel. I want that nickel back. No, no, no one enjoys this game though, right? We, we all agree. I don't know. I like no, you know like, I've just... I've I loosely follow these games like you know like Destiny and Anthem and all this stuff just because I think they're fascinating stories in the industry that I like to follow. And Fallout 76 seems to be the one where like. Even people that like the game are just like, yeah, it's it, it's not great. Like, like I play it because I really enjoy Fallout, and they are adding new content to it, whereas they are no longer doing that with stuff like Fallout Three and Fallout Four. So it's a way for them True. for yeah. them to to keep playing Fallout. And again, I will never I will never fault people for that. And, and but even those people are just like, yeah, like it's it's not great. And you know, I and they're they're trying to support the product because they want new things from this IP and I don't know. It's just, it's baffling to me. And what the the craziest part is that like, this is probably the last fall game we're going to get for a long time because they've already announced Starfield and they've already announced Elder Scrolls six. The Starfield is nowhere to be seen. That is probably a 2021 game. And Elder Scrolls six is probably like a, what a 2023, 2024 game. So unless Bethesda is not doing it, which is possible, this is the last fall game we're going to get for like a decade. (laughs) Honestly, uh, it's. I hope they're not working on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good point. Like, like, like you, like your best Fallout game you didn't make. Um, so, I, I, I kind of want them not to make the next Fallout game. And in terms of Fallout seventy six, God, God bless you if you if you put the time into it. Like, I, I, I get it with MMOs, especially. It's hard to get out of those and jump into another one. And if you're getting good new content, like, sure, go ahead, but. If you have not jumped into 76 yet, there's zero reason to do that now. Just yeah, I don't, it's not worth it. It's just not. You know, even yeah, I 
one of the few games that on the service where I am I am genuinely upset that it's on this service. And, and that might sound like extreme and fanboyish and all that, but it's just like, no, this game should not be on the service. And because I, I don't think it respects the player in any capacity from. Oh, it's, it, it, it's a definite Trojan horse of right. a game because, because like they won't dare make it free to play because it's not free to play yet. Nope. Right. Yeah. So, so they won't dare make it free to play, but they'll put it on game pass and then force you into buying things off their marketplace. It's it, it's gross. This game is gross. <laughs> it is gross. It is everything that is wrong about current video games. And on that note, when it comes to Game Pass or Pass, I think it's fair to say, pass on this game. I, w- I won't even make the joke of, yeah, you should play it. Not even worth that joke. Not even <laughs> worth that joke. Do not play this game. It is not worth the 75 gigs of space in any capacity. Don't do it. And on that note, I think it's time to wrap up this episode. Um I don't know what our next episode is. Do we? Do we know what our next episode is? Um, um, oh, I, I lied. It's either going to be Carrion I mean, yeah, or it's going to be Halo yeah. 2. Um, and like, I, So I prefaced it at the beginning of the last episode. I'll preface it again at this episode. We are going to continue doing the Halo campaigns, but we are no longer going to be trying to stagger them with the release of, Halo th- uh, of the Master Chief Collection on PC. Because Halo 3 actually came out today as the time we're recording this um, on PC. But... We have run into so many issues with those games on PC that it was becoming a time sink as well as just a frustration factor in that we don't have an infinite amount of time to keep redownloading things and for games to keep crashing and stuff. So instead of trying to to judge these games based on their PC releases, we're going to just be judging them as in, as games and, and sort of trying to reminisce about them. So we are playing Halo 2, uh, but we also have Dishonored 2 and then Microsoft in our in our pledge to play day one releases on the service uh carrion will be releasing on game pass day one so we've got halo 2 dishonored 2 which was a random uh spin and carrion which will all be coming out so in some order you will be getting those games (laughs) or those episodes there you go that's it (laughs) still here we're done (laughs) turn it off guys thanks for watching no all right that's gonna do this episode uh, as always, you can email us, gpopfans at gmail.com if you want to let us know. Maybe you love Fallout 76 and maybe you think we're idiots. Let us know. Uh, again, if you're listening to us on a podcast service, please give us a rating. It really does help. But, all right, that's going to do this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We'll see you next time with either Carrion, Halo, or Dishonored 2. Good day, sirs. Stop the recording.